Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is May 5th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm, uh, you know, it's been an odd day. You know, I've, I got called courtesy on, on a popular golf media outlet. They, they used some of my photos and I, nobody's ever called me courtesy before. That was all that was there. I was, and then, uh, you know, then I was called an asshole on Twitter, which that's like a daily thing, so... Well, everybody's an asshole on Twitter, one way or another. Everybody hates everybody. There's always something you're doing to upset people. Everybody's a contrarian. Somebody responded to a tweet of mine from Masters Week saying, like, you couldn't word a tweet more poorly, even if you tried. <laughs> it was just like, it was about Bryson playing uh, golf, disc golf. It's like, how did you find this tweet from four weeks ago? It, it just popping me, getting in my grill. What is this all about? Anyways. What, what's the popular golf? I mean, are you not going to name oh. them? I don't know. Uh, oh, like, golf.com. The, the common, uh, they're common pirates. <laughs> sailing the high seas. Come on. Roving come on. around looking for photos huh. to, to hijack for their, their website. Pirate might be going too far. All right. Well, courtesy. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm going to continue to call you Andy. How are we doing? I, I refuse to start calling you courtesy. Uh, but it was it was an odd day. It was a. I, I'm happy we're not doing this on the fourth. So I did. I could say don't have to do that dumbass. May the fourth be with you stuff that just permeates every part of our life now on this day. Just out of control. Stop what do you think it. about back to back? I I'm a big Cinco de Mayo fan. Yeah. Well. I, I don't mean, like it's, how it's, May the Fourth has has infiltrated into Cinco de Mayo. Like it it dampens the anticipation for Cinco de Mayo. I mean, it's become a little. I mean, I, I gotta be honest with you. I, my same St. Patrick's Day take, I'd probably head towards Cinco de Mayo. It's been co opted by these dopes. You got some guy named Todd walking down the street in sombrero, you know, well, 10 margaritas too deep, acting like an idiot. Like, I think it's been a little co-opted and, and every brand, every restaurant's trying to like crowbar their way into this celebration with, you know, some, you know, Irish pub trying to make tacos or something like that. I, I think it's gotten a little too over, it, it, you know, it, it's gotten, it's out over its skis at this point. Well, I'm excited to move Taco Tuesday till Wednesday and it's it's a good pod pod free night, which means I can have a margarita or two. Like, That's a good point. and I actually, you know what I have? I got the bottle of uh, tequila that you got me when we had our baby unopened. Oh, really? Just been staring back at me for uh, <laughs> over half a year now, Not and I've been wanting to, wanting to dig into it. And guess what? Cinco de Mayo is yeah. the time. I'm really excited for Cinco de Mayo. Tequila is one of those things you always have at the bar, but it doesn't seem to go real quick. I mean, maybe it does in some houses, not mine. Like the vodka, the bourbon, that moves. Tequila is always there, but it's it, that's one that kind of just lingers around. You know, that, that's a, maybe it's different in other people's houses. So. I, I'm just I'm ecstatic. I, I right. you know just can't wait for a margarita. All right, fantastic. All right, where should we start? Should we start with the Super I Golf? Think yes, big news. The golf the former super former PGL, former Premier Golf League, has rebranded. Already, We've it's already always good to get an early rebrand in, especially one that ties it to the failed Super League of Soccer. Of what are football. we doing here? We're walking what? right into the buzzsaw that just got nuked off the face of the earth. That lasted twenty four hours. Why? Why are we going for that? I want to know who thought this was a good idea. Was it was the decision made before the Super League of Football got you know blown up and became the laughing stock of the internet? I mean, or was it after? Or was it like, oh, you know that that Super League everybody's talking about? Not for good reasons, but you know we should be the Super Golf League. Right. right. It sounds ridiculous. The Super Golf League. 
We should maybe, they should probably get right up in the tourist kitchen. I mean, I, I suspect we may be going for another rebrand and get up in their t- kitchen. Use one of their phrases like ultimate prize golf. You know, the uh, gold standard golf league. Just like start getting in their kitchen with it. Just really come after them. I, I think we'll probably move on from super. It'll be ultimate. It'll be, you know, world golf. I, I think know. they Who should knows? go back to the Premier Golf League. That was a perfect name for it because then everybody associates it with the Premier League of Soccer. Mm, I guess. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Let's. I'm, I'm. So this just, you know, we'd heard. You know, there were rumblings like this isn't going away. Of course, there have been rumblings forever about that. It's still out there. These guys have the money in the bank. Who's involved now? Who's not involved? But uh, it all kind of came flooding out in several outlets today. I'm going to attempt to synthesize because they all had little slight different nuggets. General same story, but but everybody had some great reporting. Multiple facets had great reporting, including your Can friends I- at golf.com. What's that? Can I make a comment that I thought of today? I've been thinking about it all week. Uh, yeah. Kevin Clark, on uh, he was on Ryan Rosillo's pod talking yeah. about you know the NFL and everything that's happened, and he talks about how Aaron Rodgers. He felt like Aaron Rodgers was just looking at his notes app on on his iPhone, uh-huh. and like every note he would just pass to a different journalist. It would be like, yeah. I hate everybody at the at the Packers organization. And that. he gives it to one person. He gives the next one. I felt like the PGL was doing the same thing today. They had the, they've been laying in wait for over like over a year and a half since yeah. the pandemic hit have been just silent. And they're just late. They're just going down their notes app. They're like, all right, we'll give this one to golf week. Yeah. We'll give this one to golf digest. We'll give this one to, uh, the Guardian will give yeah. this one. It, it was. It was. So go on. I'm generally not in the the business of like trying to guess sources or name it out loud. I think it can kind of get bogus. But like this was obviously very mo- mostly coming from the PGL side. Maybe an agent or two. But yeah, this and we're not going like that. Had to be so and so player talking to so and so reporter. It's it's more of a faceless deal here. Um, all right, let's synthesize it. You can jump in, interject if something. You know, tickles your funny bone or send you off the handle, whatever you want to do. Jump in whenever you see. All right. So the Telegraph, James Corrigan and Ewan Murray from The Guardian were in early on this from the across the pond. Real quick, for anybody that doesn't know what the PGL is, I think just in case anybody doesn't know. Hit it in the notes, but go ahead. Just in case it's this upstart golf league that's trying to basically upend the PGA tour and take all of its best players and start a new league is the whole idea with more prize money, less players, less tournaments, but bigger tur- making a bigger deal of the tournaments really and who do you think our audience is? I just want to, I wanted to make sure that in case What do you do you think this is the people who watched when they would do like first take before the uh Fox had the US Open and it was Skip and Shannon shouting at each other like is that who you think listening to this everybody just, listens to this is a you know golf I just wanted a little table setter there, okay? There you go. I appreciate that. Um, All right, Telegraph. James Corgan and Ewan Murray in The Guardian from across the pond had it early, and and several others quickly followed on this side of the pond. Uh, Details from James Corgan. Monaghan was flying to Charlotte Tuesday. Uh, We'll follow up with details of that meeting. Apparently, according to Daniel Rappaport, who had reported in Golf Digest, this was a meeting that was... Already set over a week ago. It's usually the one that takes place at Farmers, but that was not able to be held because of COVID restrictions in California. Allegedly, this was set a week ago. It's one of a few mandatory meetings where he flies out. I don't know. Force One was in the air. I wonder if it's like a FedEx plane, just one of those, and they just hop in. Jay rolls out. Um, So, yeah, we'll, we'll get into the subject of the meeting. There were some nuggets out of that. So he flies to Charlotte. That's from James Corrigan. He, uh, he revealed that 30 million formal offers were received by multiple major winners, Phil Mickelson and Brooks Kepka. The Saudis are not taking no for an answer and have indicated they are intending to start their circuit in September 2022. That was the time frame that also Ewan said. It is thought the contracts offer a dozen big names, a selected $30 million sweeten up, sweetener up front. So like 30 million right away and half a share in their teams. And this is now more the, the nuts and bolts. The team leaders would be joined by three other players, and the prize money w- would be, in the words of one insider, astronomical prize money. The Saudi team of negotiators, and this was a revelation to me, 
which apparently no longer includes the rain group, have camped in Jupiter, South Florida, where many of golf's heavyweights reside. So they're swamp creatures. They're probably down there when you were there. You're rubbing elbows with, with the, whoever at the square grouper. Um, and the Saudi, the Saudis believe, this is again from Corrigan, the tour can't expel members, and it could end up in a big legal fight. Um, well, so this, so this is something I wanted to talk about. So the, the, the tour's whole thread is if you sign up with the PGL, you're you're out. You can't play on the PGA Tour anymore, or the Super Golf League. Uh, the, Super League Golf is SLG was what Josh Sens had it slug. as. Super League Golf. <laughs> so anyway, so if you slug. so this is this is where I, what I've been I've been thinking about this all day. Um, the so you're going to tell me that if Brooks Kepka, Phil, let's just say DJ sign on the PGL. And they say, hey, uh, we want to come play the memorial. And the tour is going to be like, no, you can't play. Do you think nationwide their title sponsor is going to be like, what the fuck? We want them here. Like the sponsor, they can't, they aren't going to be able to do it because of the sponsors of the tournaments. They're, imagine if Tiger signed on to play the PGL. I'm not saying he's going to. But imagine Tiger signs on, and he's like, you know what? I want to come back and play Bay Hill. Is MasterCard going to be happy if the tour says, no, you can't play? Like, they, they're going to be in this position that is they're screwed. But beyond just the legal thing, which I, I and I talked to a lawyer today. I, oh. There's not sure. I've been, this? I've been working the phones. <laughs> um, who's not, not sure, really, if, they're, if that's something they can do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that. So it, it seems like the the Super Golf League could. We're now getting out of the synthesis and the analysis yeah. real quick. The Super Golf League could have a couple of things that might put the tour over a barrel. And again, this is our very very rudimentary understanding of antitrust of nonprofit law things like. And it involves those are those are maybe some moves they could make. Whether it's like, so you're gonna tell me some guy in your independent contractor league, of course the tour has, like you sign on to agreements mm-hmm. when you join the tour, there are certain restraint constraints. But I think if they get someone to kind of muck around and poke a little finger in the, the nonprofit stuff, start to like, that's a house of cards that could come down real quickly. Um, and especially also like, are they independent contractors or are they not? Is it is it like, if the guy, wins on the PGA tour and is a part has your card and is a lifetime member and all this stuff. And he goes and wants to play like 10 events in some other league for a while. I don't, I don't know. It, it could get tricky. So, um, another thing while we're on this analysis, I was a little surprised to hear the rain group had dropped out and it's now even more of a Saudi influence because last I heard, admittedly, I, I kind of lost interest or not interest, but, track of all the rumors behind the scenes with this the last we heard that the rain group and others were trying to dilute the saudi influence because it was toxic it was so toxic this time last year and that like in order to really get this thing off the ground which they've been obviously putting a bunch of effort into for a decade now and like they were like hey if the saudi thing's gonna hold it up we gotta like figure out how to dilute it and now it appears to have appears to have swung Quite significantly, the other way, where the rain groups out, and it's like all an entire Saudi operation at this point. Uh, maybe, so, maybe it's because the players are really excited about the the Saudi future Saudi golf travel options. <laughs> yeah, look into those. Uh, Jack's building the course there. It'll appear on rankings list, I'm sure, and so to much great angst and uproar soon. Um, Hey, while we're on the subject of sponsors deal, the the whole the Bay Hill nationwide things like that. One interesting nugget I saw, I think this was Daniel Rappaport who talked to some agents and players, this is Golf Digest, that an agent pointed out and I never noticed this. Go one agent who agreed to speak anonymously pointed out that while players who join the PGL may enjoy lucrative initial payday, they'd risk losing long-term sponsorship dollars from companies who do not want to associate with Saudi-financed venture. Quote from this anonymous agent, Go look at the pictures of Dustin Johnson holding the trophy in Saudi Arabia. You, see if you can find the RBC logo there on his sleeve. 
He's correct. Johnson did not have the RBC logo in its normal spot, uh, but he did have it in his starts immediately before on the PGA Tour and after in Riviera. But that was interesting. Um, RBC, like, hey, if you're going to play Saudi Arabia, get your get our logo off your shirt. Here's I, the thing, though. RBC's not paying Dustin Johnson $30 fucking million. <laughs> no, I understand. I mean, there's going to be a balance there. Like, you want some, like, three-year agreement with a bank or a equipment company or whatever it is versus some giant lump sum and amazing prize money in, like, no miscut events. I mean, so. $30 million, you just put it into a bank, you make a couple million dollars a year. Sure. You know, like put it in some very safe investment. You're making a few million dollars a year. That's the thing with the 30 million. The other aspect that like people can't sleep on is the the half share of your franchise. Yeah. You own half a franchise, and it's like I obviously this is uh, soccer's way different or yeah. football, um, but like a a middle of the road Premier League franchise is worth a billion dollars the golf is nowhere near that value but you start to do the like say one of these franchises in the premier golf league is worth 200 million and you own half of it that's that's pretty good yep yep but again setting like yeah you can't look at it in the vacuum of this cold business mm-hmm assessment because of where the money's coming from and yes what is your balance how, how does that affect you where do you like you know is that make it too toxic for you is the backlash going to be so strong that you don't want to live with that is there you know so that's another thing we'll get into in a second all right you and murray uh just he broke it that it now remarkably might include the word super which just made me laugh um he added again majed al sarur the chief executive of Golf Saudi is now fronting the operation. Maybe he's one of several down in the swamp. Greg Norman is believed to be among those advising the Saudis. The shark swimming around out there. Yeah, Shelling in the waters. Shark experience at every match. You can, you'll be riding around on carts doing the shark experience. This is a, another bit from Ewan. Several high-profile European players, uh, European players aware of this issue... This Ryder Cup issue, because the strategic alliance. Now the tour is saying you're boom, you're gone, you're out, you're probably not eligible for the Ryder Cup. Uh, have said to Ewan, or you know, Ewan has reported it out. Have privately made it known they have no interest in changing their competitive domain where they play right now because of this potential Ryder Cup impact. And, and James Corrigan, obviously, they're reporting from the European side had similar inspects, like similar sentences, just. Hey, this could dramatically impact your ability to play for President's Cup was also referenced, but but Ryder Cup more importantly for the Europeans, which of course pays them, you know, pays them stipends to buy nice tuxes and ball, you know, gowns for the events and travel and stuff like that, but doesn't pay them actually like a competitive event. That's I think where the one hurdle they have is the Ryder Cup and the four majors. Okay. And just making sure that, like, I, they have other hurdles. They have the moral hurdle, yeah. obviously. Yeah. <laughs> like, putting that aside, you know, one of the big hurdles is definitely, and I, I don't see a world where Augusta, because they might have past champions that are in this, like, they aren't going to bar, right? I, I, I think, yeah. So, of course, major championships, Augusta, like, if you win on the PGA Tour, you get an exemption, right? If, similar to the other majors. Uh, and, some form or fashion. But I think like Augusta, like they're, I mean, it's their tournament. They're, that's their ultimate priority. Of course they have other priorities and they want to, you know, grow the game and they'll create a, a program at Payne College and they have like certain, they have all sorts of different priorities, but they're looking after the Masters tournament first and foremost and they don't want that to be lessened, right? Yeah. They're not going to like, well, Jay, man, you know, I love you. I love the moat and all the meeting rooms you got there. And we want to stay low. Like, we're not taking DJ because of that. Like, I, I think, like, their tournament is their first priority. And while they may disagree with a player in their tournament joining some other league, I I, I, I don't know. It, it's a potential obstacle to this Super League. But I, I think when push came to shove, they would want to I think all the most... I think all the majors would be that way. Right. 
Like right. you're not gonna, all of a sudden going to be like, oh, DJ or Brooks is uh, Brooks isn't on the tour anymore. He's in the PGL. We're not having him at our majors. Like no, that. Right, right. You, you, your, your first priority is your tournament. Yeah, and, it's and getting field. the best players in the world to your tournament. Right, or championship, whatever it may be. I, the Ryder Cup thing is a different. Uh, that depends on it's how how high you hold the yeah. esteem of the Ryder Cup and those Europeans, as we know, because they've been. It's part of the reason why they kick our ass, U.S. ass, every time. That, um. I don't know. It matters to them, even though that's not a massive payday relative to other events. All right, let's continue with some details from the day. Golf.com then came out after these reports from across the pond. Josh Sens was the byline. Super League Golf, which was the first time I ever saw that. SLG, previously known as Premier Golf League, drawn up plans for five glittery events in 2022. So a little more details. We'd heard September 2022. Apparently this would be like the big unveiling, five in the fall. Each of which would feature 16 players grouped into four-man teams drafted by the team captain. You know, there'd be individual team formats. Um, <clears throat> and, and some of whom, Sen said that, that, that there'd be a $20 million payment up front. Now here, he gets into specifics on players that, that he had from sources. Dustin Johnson and Justin Thomas, Brooks Kepka, Spieth, and Hideki Matsuyama were a part of those sent offer letters or about to be offered. Johnson, his source said, had already agreed in principle to captain one of the teams, though his agent dismissed that assertion. Assertion Agreed in principle is, you know, always allows for a lot of uh, interpretation and potential wiggle room, in, in my opinion. But uh, that's kind of taking it to another panic level if you're a PGA Tour you know, advocate or stakeholder, seeing that Dustin Johnson allegedly already agreed in principle. I mean, and what did Dustin say? Was it like a press conference? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, know, yeah, sounds this good. Sounds hey, good. Hey, I could do that. <laughs> like, that's, that's the thing here. Who knows what he said? Of all the players, like, if it was, if it was Spieth or, or Brooks or something, I'd be like, okay. But if it's DJ, it's like, you know, he probably just was like, oh, yes. But Can I, mean, I get off this call now? <laughs> we can't. And speaking of Jupiter, some guy walks over to his house like, oh, yeah, all right. Did he just agree in principle? Yeah, he did agree. You know, he's like just hanging out by his boat. And maybe he did. DJ sort of gets a pass because he is. We just, you know, he's he's this lumbering chill some people say idiot but he's just sort of a deadpan and minimal minimalist when it comes to speaking but like he does seem like a what's great about him is he doesn't talk shit about he doesn't get entangled in any kind of drama or controversy apparently has no negative energy towards any of his fellow pros but like you know his moral moral turpitude maybe you know not not first and foremost with dj and like He's because of that brand and that identity of just being this harmless lumbering guy. He's sort of gotten a pass for just also going to get the blood money while Bryson gets just pilloried and, and Phil gets crushed. DJ somehow kind of snaked his way out of that, catching that those stray bullets. So uh, maybe he seems to now be very one of the forerunners to potentially join. All right. Um, Sens also added Golfs.com's source said the SLG, which is what it's going by now, recently sent a letter to Jay Monahan alerting the PGA Tour commissioner of its plans. I, I didn't. This no, that's not some great reportage. I, I just wanted I just to add. It. I wish they, fa- I wish they sent it over with UPS. You know, dropped it, showed up, couriered it over via UPS. Jay, this is what we're doing, and this is who's going to be involved and how it'll work. I mean. I kind of feel bad for Monahan that this got dropped in his lap, but hey, you know, this is what the money's for, and he's got to work overtime to figure it out, I guess. In, in my head, you know, this whole thing's playing out like a like a medieval battle, and, and the PGL has stormed, and they're at the drawbridge of the boat at the at PGA <laughs> Tour HQ, and, like, the PGA Tour shooting arrows from, you know, up in, up in the global yeah. home down yeah. to them. Like, yeah. that's how, in my head, this whole thing's playing out. Yeah. Golf Week, Steve DiMeglio had a little bit. He's at offers reaching in the neighborhood of 30 to 50 million. So, like, the numbers are all over the place. 
How about how about how Somebody's, these numbers? Yeah, what they what they do to to the pip, like how insignificant yeah. they make the pip. And I'm sorry, I can't remember where I saw it. If it was an old article, but someone suggested Phil was offered a hundred million, or could be offered a hundred million up front. Like just when you know, here you go. I I don't. I saw it. I know I saw it. I don't remember where. Uh, this is also from Demaglio. The mini, the money is there. One agent said on the condition of anonymity. I heard one billion. This is real. The one billion mark's been out there since it came out last yeah. winter. Like allegedly, not one billion in principle. Like one billion, you know, in a swimming pool out back, kind of. That's ready to rock. Um, all right, Golf Digest. A few things. Daniel Rappaport. This is now getting in the meeting with Big J. Flies up on Lup Force, as you called it. The gathering had been on the schedule allegedly. Um, PGL was acknowledged only briefly with Monahan saying that the PGA Tour and European Tour and the Strategic Alliance were united in their position and reiterated that any players who signed with the PGL will lose their PGA Tour membership. The legality of such a threat remains unclear, as does the position of the four major championships, none of which are owned or operated by the PGA Tour. We've sort of gone into that. The legality of saying, nope, you're not a PGA Tour member anymore because you've committed to this. Um, this is also Rex Hoggard Golf Channel. Similar notes out of the meeting. Monahan reiterated that, reiterated that any player who joins the circuit will face immediate suspension and likely permanent expulsion. Permanent expulsion. Has anyone it's ever like been? Pete, per- they're getting the Pete Rose yeah, treatment. I'm trying to think. <laughs> Has anybody been permanently expelled? I know there've probably been some lengthy suspensions. Not um, even Mac O'Grady got permanently expelled. That's true. Yeah, he got some beaming, some lengthy suspensions, but that's it. Um, I brought what, Mac O'Grady up to a old old player a few months ago, and I was like, what do you think of Mac O'Grady? And he goes, what a fucking idiot. <laughs> that guy was a total moron. <laughs> that's great. Um, I think that covers it from all the... Oh, let's get into some player reaction. This is anonymous... To Daniel Rappaport, one top 100 player assessed the chances rather bluntly. There's no chance anyone has the balls to go over. Absolutely no chance. Anyone. DJ, I think, you know, is not, is, I don't know, too unbothered to be, have courage or lack thereof. I think he's I just mean, doing what he's doing. That, that's, that's a comment from a top 100 player yeah. who likely has never yeah. had $30 million plopped in front of him. Right. Uh, then other quotes uh, from this is was Webb Webb sort of Tom Cryer Jr. You know he's out he's, there on a lot of definitely available. He might be the backup Tom Cryer. <laughs> he's the Tom Cryer in uh, training in case Billy Ho jumps ship to the PGL. I want to read this quote in full. I think as a top player, I want to play against the best. At the end of the day, you have a career long enough. I think most of these guys they're financially set. They want to break records. They want to win. Be like Dustin. Win 20 times. Be a life member or whatever it might be. You create a new tour. All these records kind of get thrown out the window. I think, you know, we're always making up records. FedEx Cup, this, that, the other, which didn't exist 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Quote, I just think too many things like that are going to come up. I, didn't, I don't think throwing X amount of money at guys is as appealing as now as it maybe once was because of how the great opportunities we have on the PGA Tour. Whatever the number is, $350 million we're playing for this year, and what FedEx has done, <laughs> all hail, you know, bow down to FedEx. There's so many opportunities for guys to make a great living here. Well, like, that kind of exposes a weakness. What if FedEx yeah. just says, hey, like... And that's- also, so many guys. Like, this is the whole crux of the thing. It's It goes back to what we talked about, what, two episodes ago with uh, thanks to Josh, uh, uh, who put together the NBA at PGA Tour. Yeah, comps. yeah. Like, yeah. the whole crux of this centers around the guys at the bottom of the tour are drastically overpaid, and the guys at the top of the tour are drastically underpaid. And yep. that's the whole crux of this, is that... What all of a sudden, this this other upstart golf league is offering them the money that they probably should be paid. Yep. End of his quote. If I'm a guy who's on my way to make history like a Dustin or, you know, a few other top guys, I'm going after, I want to go after records, not a dollar. So Webb doesn't seem to be 
into the PGL or maybe he isn't like guy like Dustin and he can go for the dollar because he's not going for records. I don't know. But uh, he seems to be anti-Super League there with that mm-hmm. quote. But um, it's, a, it's interesting too because I think one of the things I've thought about with that quote was like how how revered is Arnie for starting Golf Channel? How revered is Dean Beeman for the foresight the to do the tour? Like break these, away from the PGA, you know, split the, that all deal. So you know, on the flip side is these guys. If the guys that jumped and say it became a smashing hit and you know became elevated golf to new heights, new money, like new popularity, which I think, like they're exposing a lot of issues in the product of golf, and it could make it better. Um, it might not, but, um, you know, these guys could also be revered for making history 30 years from now. Yeah. My whole issue with this is they could change the formats, the players, the schedules, but like the money is always probably going to be where it's coming from. And it's still Mm -hmm. coming from that same place. And what, like, I don't know. Like they they chopped up a journalist because he didn't like what they were doing and put him in a bag and you know among many many other things many other things and a lot of other countries do very bad things where they play golf but that's what about is what we're talking about now is Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. um, so I don't know, do you have any other questions we've gone for thirty minutes on this but we knew it was going to be long I think like the big thing is how the Ryder Cup responds or if it can respond um, I think in the Corrigan piece. So like this is really moving now based with you know all the swamp movements down there and, and like even this this Ryder Cup could be impacted by it. So the majors, the Ryder Cup is where we're going. Uh, looks like you want to. Say, do you have any other thing? You I say? just I I there was a uh, old thread like from a year ago that with John Zekowitz, Shackelford, mm-hmm. and uh, and Ken Hideki win that it, I I rediscovered today and I I'd forgotten about it, but you know. Ezekowitz, chief data officer of the Shotgun Start, had looked at the percentage payouts of the tour. The tour pays out 40% of its you know revenue, which is drastically lower than at all other major sport, sports leagues. You know, one reason might be the Champions Tour, which is $55 million in prize purses. The Golden oh, Parachute. These are part of the reasons why this is possible, is that this system, like, nobody cares about the Champions Tour. It's completely unnecessary. It used to be, like, a way for, like, a retirement, a golden parachute for these guys. And all the big-name players played it because they didn't make the sums of money now. It's becoming more and more irrelevant with every passing year. This is an opportunity right there for $55 million to put in the pot. Shut it down. You want no more dump in a box classic? I just think I think that at this point, like I don't think these the Saudis are going away. No, they're not. It, it like, seems like it's the, only going to get more and more money. If, they're going to, yeah, or they'll or they'll throw a ton of money at. It talks about how they're targeting like Asian tour, Sunshine tour, and like maybe they they're paying these guys a ton of money, and the, all these guys from the tour, are like, why do you, you know? Let's go beef it up. Let's join too. Like you would have a, an old school appearance fee event right mm-hmm. where like they start joining slowly uh, three million of this that so so there's a lot of ways it could go like they aren't going away and really i think like when you think boil this down is it's the the tour did the pip right and it was like supposed to be but now like these money numbers are coming out like it clearly i don't think it necessarily worked i think it, you know the it's pip, time yeah. for them to look at the mirror and say like we need to make a drastic change probably some, right. There has to be some sort of change, and I, it, it has to come from, you know, the the top players on tour can't feel like they're underpaid, which I think that uh, there's a contingent of the best players in the world that feel like they are drastically underpaid when they look at number 125 and say, you know what, I made like five more million dollars than this guy, and I mean so much more to this tour than that guy. Okay, so that's a nice segue. Is this analogous at all to the European Super League soccer part? I, I find it like it's not that analogous. Uh, the bit you just said about how like a lot of a concentrated group are really kind of fund and uphold the whole system is somewhat... Again, I don't have a 
strong expertise in Premier League or European soccer for that matter. But I think where the the issue, I think, I think if I'm a, if what people didn't like about the Super League was there's like relegations over, like there's no yeah way we're of gonna working start up, talking about down, yeah you know? subjects I don't know a ton about. But I don't know, I, but like I think that was one of the big things that people were mad about. But here's the thing with this PGL. Like if I'm if I own a franchise and and I got a guy like I have Ricky and he starts stinking, yeah, I'm cutting his ass or I'm trading him. Like that's Maybe. the thing I own the franchise. Maybe. Like it's just you I think I go paddleboarding with them in Jupiter next week and you don't. I I don't. Know. I just I think that's what will happen with this is it will become much more like other sports because you'll have sure. people with vested interests beyond just the players. This is. What's what's been created is the player-run organization has created this problem that is allowing the Saudis to come in and offer a a salute a, a different alternative product that is like you know when you're making decisions for one for the one twenty five rather than the you know twenty guys that really matter or ten guys that really matter. I mean that's why there's fifty events. That's why there's this only sports league with with no off season. Right. It's and, why this exists. It's all because of the 125, and I think that's the thing. It's what Adam Scott said at the beginning of the year. Only 10 events matter. Right. The rest is entertainment. But this would be entertainment. I mean, this is the, this is making an entertainment product. This is, and it sounds spicy, what potential guys cutting each other, and then internal dissension, and cutthroat, you know, backhanded tactics. It and, has an entertainment product. journalists getting bagged up. <laughs> that too. I would just say with the soccer, though, you're not going to see that outrage. Like those clubs, Manchester, Liverpool, like there's a history and origin there of like working class clubs. And you've got these avaricious American owners coming in and trying to upset the, whereas I think the owners for the two Manchester city and um, Chelsea, like after a while, like this is too much of a PR hit. We don't give a shit about this. Like our bottom line doesn't matter. And so the Saudis like, this is sports washing for them too. So you're just not going to see that outrage. Like you're talking about where, Bay Hill or some golf fans on Twitter are able to sway Dustin Johnson from not taking, you know, kind of blood money. So um, I just don't think it's analogous to the soccer thing where forces can mobilize for a, a PR hit that's too hard to take. So the content uh, gods just dropping a present on our, our doorsteps this morning. All right. This, uh, yeah, we, we knew we were going to go along on that, but we figured we would go through it all. It seems to be moving in a much more serious way than, than last year. Uh, all right, this, is, uh, this episode, this lengthy Super League discussion, Golf Super League, whatever the hell it's called, is brought to you by B-Dratty. This is the official B-Dratty takeover week. It's supposed to be Wells Fargo. Maybe it's a takeover of Super League discussion, Walker Cup discussion, which we'll get to uh, throughout you know, this week and next. Uh, They're the official apparel of the shotgun start they have a new promo code andy for 25 oh, yeah. percent it's, it's brendan with an exclamation mark all caps exclamation point brendan i'd, I'd let you say that make sure you get that exclamation mark in there is 25 percent off everything everything on bdraddy.com that's d-r-a-d-d-y bdraddy.com uh anything we might, you wanna- need to, we might need to get them to do zero restriction in there too just for Mother's Day, you know? Oh, yeah. Last minute That's Mother's true. Day gift. ZR is good stuff. They got a lot of, you know, Mrs. Friday likes a lot of their, their stuff. Their pullovers. Yep. She, yep. That, she's, she's not, you know, she's not a golfer. She still likes their stuff. Okay. Yep. Uh, for uh, On the dratty side, we're getting into sweaty boy season, right? <laughs> it's starting to get a little warmer, right? We have... We are stocked with Dratty. We got the Russell quarter zip and the shotgun start store. We got the original Liam pocket polo with their Pima combo. We also have the Dratty sports shirt. Now they're expanding their sport line. They've got the Blair half zip, which I believe is an honor named after Zach Blair, friend of the program, friend of uh, sponsored by B Dratty. Um, it's super soft, quick, dry, technical French Terry knit. It's the iconic. It's got iconic Dratty detailing, like the ribbed cuffs and bottom hem. And it also, and this is critical for me, has the classic kangaroo pouch. This is yeah. critical on all their pullovers. I'm sorry. This is a dad application. I went to the Nats game with my kids recently. Got to say, I wore a competitor's uh, pullover. They, uh, didn't have my pouch. I got masks. I got keys. I got phone. I got wallet. 
fly it out. I need the pouch. I need pockets, especially on a pullover. I can't just have my pants pockets. All their pullovers have this, including now in their very, uh, you know, uh, in their sport fabric. So. The pouch is super underrated. Yeah, absolutely essential Maybe. for me. Yeah, it's great. I, you can put all. One of the, the only issue I have is sometimes I forget where I put stuff, and then I realize it's in the pouch, and you know, it takes me days to remember where it is. It's in the pouch. It's it's I it, I need it. I, need I do that. that with jackets too. I have stuff in all my jacket pockets that then I look around for it forever and I can't well, find it. So the next Nets game, I made sure to put on. I put on a ZR vest because those pockets are just as essential as anything with the garment. I, I need the pockets. Uh, and then of course they have the dratty sp- sport polos, which are like it took them like they were very deliberate. They didn't want to be some more just BS kind of performance fabric but this was they, they spent years researching exactly the fabric and the, the dratty sport polos are buttery soft lightweight performance fabric inspired by natural fibers so it's high quality shit that's good stuff so thanks to dratty for again sponsoring us all year they're the official apparel of the shotgun start and the friday use the promo code brendan for 25 percent off get a, get a pair of the dick boxers while you're there too. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's eventually, we got to our schedule for the week here. We have the Wells Fargo Championship, Thursday to Sunday at Quail Hollow Club in Charlotte, North Carolina. Par 71, 7,500 yards designed by Tom Fazio. Purse is 8.1 million, just excess everywhere. Just 7,500 yards, 8 million, Fazio. Uh, Very lush place, too. It's Max Homa. Notables. Homa, Rory McIlroy, JT, Thick Boy, Rom, Xander, Cantley, Reed, Day, Mickelson, Webb, Zalatoris, and Cameron Tringali is a notable, <laughs> making his 300th career start. <laughs> uh, that's, you know, the usual golf channel and then CBS split on the weekend. Anything you want to say about Quail Hollow? This I is got a my big, three things. big boy golf course. If you hit the ball far, you generally are rewarded well off the tee. What, what do you got? You got to hit things. it good, you know, just in general out yeah. there. So yeah. ma- it's, I got three things. Major tune-up. So this is a, this is a great field this week, and uh, it's going to be probably the only and last time that we see a lot of these guys before Kiowa in yep. two weeks. Yep. So, you know, we, we'll see what a lot of them look like. Hideki's not in the field. I don't know if he's even touched a golf club since he won the Masters. He did commit to the Nelson, right? I think he's playing the Nelson. Okay. So, yeah. who knows what he's been doing. He may not. Yeah. He's like who on knows? the Shane Lowry tour. That could be. Um, Rory. Is, is one of those players to watch my number two thing. By the way, there was when people were looking for Hideki, you know, intel and just looking for stories. There was one article going around about how much he loves Saki. Just like he loves it. So maybe he is on the Shane Lowry tour back home for the last three weeks. Okay. Rory, go back to Rory. What were you saying? Rory's number two. He's one of those players that I'm going to be watching this week. It has been a rough, rough year. He's outside. He's 15th in the world. Um, which forever, him and Justin Rose were the two guys that were in the top 15 forever. And this year, they both fell out. So I think it's been like 10 or 11 years since he was he was last outside the top 14 in the world, which and is heavy, absolutely nuts. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Yeah, he's got the kingdom God. is under assault. Yeah. Not the, the kingdom, not the Saudi Arabia, that. but the, you know, the moat, the drawbridge is up. They're trying to storm the moat scale the walls and the principal of Idra is trying to fend it off it's, uh, you never know where's his mind right now where was he in this meeting on tuesday with Mo- with monahan do you think so. he was standing right next to monahan like, with <laughs> arms full, crossed full regalia like he's got like you know uh he takes siwoo's pullover for a day and he's got to live under par on has a little crown on <laughs> Uh, no, but I mean, I would hope this is a place where he can go and get right. You know, obviously he's just uh, record here is awesome, fantastic course records, tournament records. His first tour win, of course, was here, and that was a long time ago. He's a much different player, but done well at Quail Hollow. All right, let's we'll just see third? see what Rory's Rory's up to. This is an yeah. intriguing thing. Nice check in. And then just number three, it's just PGL's just going to be swirling around. 
or Super League, whatever. The, I'm gonna call it the PGL, just yeah, like I call forever. it the Card Ferry. They're, they're for already web, yeah, web. dot com for like the three years. After the buy dot com tour, yeah. But uh, but yeah, th- it's just this is gonna be the dark cloud hanging over the Wells Fargo all week. It's gonna be the the PGL. When, if ever, or the do slug, they, do they acknowledge this on the broadcast? Golf Channel or CBS? I mean, you're the rights holder. Never is this even is even passing reference without naming it mentioned. Probably I think not. it's a fireable offense. Offense if it's one like of them brings whole, it up. Like, McCord at Augusta type deal. Boom, out of here. You're gone. Mm-hmm. I I think you're yeah. I think you're right. But what do you do if Dustin Johnson commits and then he's playing it, 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 like he's on the screen? I'm not saying this week, next week, whenever, six months from now. It, I think it's a relevant talking point. I think but. it, like, it bear, like, think about the $30 million, how much money, $30 million. Like, I know these guys are worth a lot of money, but uh-huh. $30 million is two FedEx cups. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's kind of nutty. Yeah. Just for, just for showing up, $30 million. All right, continuing on with our schedule for the week. The Honda LPGA Thailand. That's your LPGA event. That's Honda. Honda. Uh, that's at the Pattaya Old Course, not to be confused with the St. Andrews Old Course in uh, Siam Country Club, Thailand. Par 72. Or the six- Half Moon Bay Old Course. Sure. Par 72, 6,500 yards, designed by Lee Schmidt. The purse is $1.6 million. Amy Yang. She's won in 2017 and 2019. I think she won in 2015 as well. So this was not played last year, of course. So she's the defending champ from two years ago. Notables, Amy Yang, Lydia Ko, Sun Hun Park, Danielle Kane, Minji Lee, Hinako Shibuno, Yalimi No, Charlie Hall, Sophia Popov, and Patty Tavatanakit. Going home, as you said. Yeah, uh, homecoming. That's going to be that'd be fun, probably, fun tournament for her. This is last call golf, 11 to 4 a.m., you know, it's kind of Wednesday into Saturday night. On the Champions Tour, it's major. Is this a is major? It, has it been, it's, major it's, not, right? it's not shut down, the Regents? What do you mean it's not shut down? They haven't shut it down for to get that prize money To back. reallocate the yeah. money? <laughs> the Regents tradition. Greystone Golf and Country Club in Hoover. Oh, there's Alabama. crazy flooding down there. Yeah, there's been some bad weather ripping through the south. So that's Greystone, par 72, 7,200 yards, designed by Bob Cup and Hubert Green. The purse is $2.4 2. so $800,000 more than the LPGA. Defending champ is Steve Stricker. From, uh, he won by six in 2019. Notable, Stricker, Couples. Els, Weir, Daly, Loner, Omira, Monty, Lyle, Woozy, Billy Playfair, Woody Austin, John Houston, and Love Michael John Allen. Houston in it. What is that? Is that like a Texas cities conglomerate? Austin and Houston? Is there Austin, else? Houston, Allen. Allen. Michael Allen, Texas. Oh, hey, didn't get that one by us that time. All right. That's just whatever. 11 what, to was two. Before, what was before Austin? Mayfair? Yeah. I don't know. Playfair? I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> Billy, so that's Billy whatever. Texas? I bet there's a Billy Texas out there. Mid-afternoon and Saturday Sunday ends at 5.30. That's a major, is it not? If it's Thursday through Sunday, it must be. They don't play four rounds on the Champions Tour usually. So, uh, On the European Tour, we have the Canary Islands Championship Thursday through Sunday, and this is at Tenerife, Spain again. This is the same 1.5 million euros. Notables, Dean Burmeister going for the, the double, the, the uh, Tenerife double, Tenerife two, two-step, whatever you want to call it. Garrick Higo, Mike Lorenzo Vera, Eddie Pepperell, Pep Angles, probably pronounced Anglis, Thomas Plum. Where are we going with this? Ang- Pepper, pl- Pep, Pepperell, Anglis, Thomas Plum. Plum is a fruit, is a food item. Nacho Elvira, Nacho. Benjamin Poke, Pokey, like Pokeball, Ale, A L E, Tosti, Sean Crocker, and uh, your friend Richard Bland, Betty also. Crocker, Dick Bland, Dick Bland, Bland, uh, Bland, a Bland Ale. I had heard this is uh, 
Like they're not even like publicizing the field list anywhere for this. Cause like all the guys went home after the week one and like the sunshine tours or the challenge tours, like I think in South Africa, they, they were, they didn't know they were even gonna get to 65 guys for this. No. I, I, I've heard. Yeah. They're not like really publicizing the field much for this event. Uh, this is coffee golf nine to 11 on uh, golf channel and six 30 to ends at 11 on uh, Saturday and Sunday. Uh, other USGA RNA Walker cup Saturday, Sunday at Seminole golf club. We'll get into that. It does not start till Saturday. We will do a lengthy segment on the Walker cup on Friday. We'll talk That's Seminole. The event we'll of talk the week. teams. Okay. I just want to make sure we got that out there. All right. Event of the week is Walker cup on the corn Ferry tour. Not on TV. The Simmons Bake Open for the Snedeker Foundation. That is at the Grove, College Grove, Tennessee. It's a, it's a, we got some intel on that. Did you see the uh, the trophy. trophy? Yeah, it's a guitar. Yeah, pretty awesome. You like that? Good trophy. Yeah. Great trophy two weeks in a row. There we go. On the European Challenge Tour, we have the Dimension Data Pro-Am. There's some guy named Shitty Cat. So his last name is Shitty Cat. It's you know not pronounced, not spelled exactly like that. Playing in that fan court, which is uh, Brandon Grace's home. So. It's like Smelly Cat. Sure. Sure. Uh, I'm looking. What else? They have, oh, they're doing like anniversaries and birthdays now on this release. Never mind. We're not going to get into all that. Uh, do you have a one and done pick for Wells Fargo? Oh. I hadn't even researched this or Zella thought about Taurus. it. Hmm. I'm taking the non-member. All right, the non-member. He might be a member of the Super League. Who knows? Could, what if he just a good guy to go after? What if he went to the Super League without ever having a PGA Tour card? He got paid like forty million dollars to go. Could be unbelievable. I have not looked into anybody. I have not done this. Take Rory. He that needs your like support a in a trying time. All right, I'll take Rory. I'll take the Prince because he fends off the assault on the castle. I'll take the Prince. You just. All you had to do was throw his name out there. He twist my arm. I'm done. I mean, hey, you need somebody in the room for him to, this week, you know? Uh, featured groups. Do we care? Do we want to do this? All we know is that Ricky, Ricky is not involved, which is very <laughs> exciting, I guess. I don't know. Ricky didn't make the cut. Stuart Sink is in there, which, you know. I think he won the last time he played. That's why. They always do that. Unless you're Gary Woodland and you win the U.S. Open. Sure. Sure. Um, all right. Anything else? News. News. Okay. We'll do more news. Poulter. Foot on the clock or whatever. He's on the observation list by 0.5 seconds. His average to, went from 44.6 to 45.5. His average, according to ShotLink data. I mean... It may seem draconian or a little aggressive, but this is progress. We want objective standards. And if he's over 45, and maybe it's just half a second, it's great to see this thing exists, that people are being warned and told about where they stand on the list. And if they continue to be off the list, they're going to be observed and clocked even when they're not a position. I thought this was a fantastic revelation. Thank you, Ian Poulter, for going to complain about it on your social media channels. Any reaction? This is a good. This is a good thing, it's right? Great. I'd love to see it. This is this is a great step. Now, if Praise we could get if we could get some public stuff about the CT test, that'd yeah. be a great next step. Yeah, maybe the tour's coming around. Uh, COVID. Brendan Todd. Todd Watch is uh, COVID positive. No Todd Watch this week. That's other news. And uh, your friend Michael Visaki. Visaki got an exemption to the Charles Schwab. Chuck. He talked to Chuck himself. Did you see this? Oh, yeah. Chuck himself called. Riding the wave of all the impressions last week. Chuck getting a little bit of his own pip. Pip, uh, you know, attempt. And Visaki gets a uh, exemption into the Charles this Schwab is, Challenge is, next I, month. All right, I, it is. I love the story of Michael Visaki. This yeah, is not... a great story. This is not a, any bit about Michael Visaki about this is more about the greater you know state of of the world social media and what people think are like you know the reason michael visaki captivated the greater sports world was because of the authenticity of the moment 
because it was this guy who had been grinding for seven years, had never made it, and finally like overcame this giant obstacle and achieved something. It was yeah. a great moment. But like giving him a spot because of he was on camera talking to his dad, like it was a really cool moment. This is something that happens probably more often than not for a lot of these guys. Like they have, when they break through, they get on in a, in a tour event the first time. It probably happens privately though. But like this whole idea, like you get on camera, it's caught on camera. So, but he gets another spot in. It's like that defeats the purpose. Like he earned the spot. That was why it was such a great moment. At like giving him a spot, that's not a great moment. That's just trying to recreate a moment. But they're going to get a little buzz from it. Are they? He's already on like, does anybody center. care? Not the, at the does level. Does anybody that they got care? Last year. Really? Like, people cared because it was a genuine, authentic moment. It You're was not a great anti story. Michael Vasaki. I'm not anti Michael Vasaki. Just, just the way it was framed as like this is a you know. Listen, Michael Vasaki's like a thousand other mini tour pros. This is not an attack on Michael Vasaki. There are thousands of guys just like him. Which is why we talk about the minor league golf tour probably more than any podcast or media outlet out there. So, like, this is... I don't know. If you're good enough, you get there. As far as exemptions to this event go, there have been worse ones. Tucker yeah, Watkins. Way, way and, worse uh, ones. Drew, you know... But like just this cradle. idea, like I just think like it goes to like the whole family on the green after the after the like are we gonna see the whole family on the green all the time now after after tour events? Are we gonna see uh, if I if I qualify for a Monday Monday qualifier? Do I need to like get a camera in front of me calling my parents crying? Like this is this because like that's you know if if that doesn't happen, Michael Vasaki doesn't get another exemption. So you're like, saying we could see some inauthentic yeah, the sort of beauty attempts of the to whole, mimic that what Visaki was an authentic. I moment. just I want everybody to sit back and think like God that that moment was so good because it was so real. Yeah. And yeah. now it's become like he becomes that guy and he's getting exemptions because of that. It's it just that's inauthentic. But that's how the exemption game works. That's it, whatever. A lot of times, right? Romo, a little bit. I don't know. I mean, and and uh, or, I don't have a problem somebody. with the exemption. Yeah, I just, you do. That's the other thing. You're not. You're okay with them getting exemption. Yeah, but like, the way it's framed as if I just I get annoyed by like the uh, the way outlets cannibalize it and make it the impressions is catnip and it what it was a great moment but like it's yeah. that's what it was that's that's what the story was and the story is going to be the same thing for three weeks later except it's not going to get have the juice that it had the week of yeah again not against the exemption or him but you, you make a good point you're fine a good point all right what else we got anything else you i just if you're go find a cool story like it should like Go find a Michael Visaki. Find somebody that like has missed seven Monday qualifiers by a shot and give them a spot. Like, you don't piggyback off of a moment that happened at another tournament. Go find them. Go find a cool story for your exemption. Don't just be a follower. Be a challenger. Hey, pretty good thinking there on the branding on on the fly there. All right, I have feature groups. Do we care? For Wells Fargo? All right. Yeah. No, I want to hear you say no. I wanted to hear you say no. Do you care? I, no, I don't really care, but I, you know, it's probably something that I tune into Thursday and Friday morning, so I'll Next. care that. Homa, Rom, Webb Simpson, JT, Victor, Patrick Cantley, Thick Boy, Neiman, Xander, Sink, Reed, and Rory are your four featured groups. No Billy so, Ho. I mean, no Billy Ho. I mean, this matters for the pip, for sure. I mean, it matters. This is like you're kind of designating who your guys are. Anyways. All right. I think that's it. A lot of PGL talk. Some exemptions talk. Some schedule for the Corn week. Ferry, Corn Ferry to her purse bump. That's great. 
Yeah. yeah, we let's do that Friday with Walker Cup. That'll be a good. We shot about the Corn Ferry Tour purse is you know the the kind of discrepancy quite a bit, but yeah, very good news for them. Well, it's just you know it's adjusting for inflation over the last ten years. Sure, sure. All right, and uh, thanks again to B Dratty for sponsoring this. Go to use promo code Brendan with an exclamation point at twenty five percent off. All right. We'll talk to you guys on Friday, talk a lot of Walker Cup, and uh, enjoy your Friday juniors.